0: Did you see the video? We'll, we'll do the show after this, but did you see the video of him on like our Ars- was it Arsenio Hall or something? It's one of no, those. No, so it's saying It was no Rosie. It was like Rosie O'Donnell, I think. The Rosie O'Donnell show at MJF is just there. Like I want to be a wrestler, and she's like, "Here's your two tickets to go to the
1: shitty restaurant that's gonna close in a couple years. Have a good one, kid." <laughs> Hey, listen, man. I'll have you know that the Big Show watched a WrestleMania from that shitty restaurant. <laughs> I remember that distinctly. One, because, like, I, like you know, it was shown the next day on, on Raw. And two, because Cody Rhodes used it in his, in his uh, Big Show WrestleMania moments. He was like, and here you are at WrestleMania 18. Not at the fucking event. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Fight Boys Super Show, starring Scotty Moore. I'm your host, Scotty Moore. The show that's all about professional and not so professional wrestling, featuring your friend and mine, Scotty Moore. Bowie, Joey, Scotty, it's me, Blake Tanner.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm not associated with this shit show. Oh my god, it's the
0: rabbit. (laughs) Ugly rabbit. Uh, The rabbits here. That rambling guy. That talkative Terry the rabbit.
1: You 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 call me ugly rabbit again, Blake? I'm gonna fuck you up on the Vegas Strip. (laughs) I'm just so happy they finally updated the
0: Starcast Mm -hmm. app to have us in there. However, much like I referenced. It doesn't just say "Fight Boys" appearing at twelve thirty. <laughs> it says "Fight Boys"
1: featuring Scotty Moore, and I'm just sitting like, back like, mm-hmm. I, no, no, no. I appreciate that because that that's gonna fuck with everybody who's like, wait, am I supposed to know who the fuck Scotty Moore is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that the guy? Is that the guy that used to like team up with Matt Hardy when he was version one and he had like the mo- no, oh no, like, no that's, no, no, Shannon, no, that's Moore. Shannon Moore. That's Shannon yeah. Moore. Everybody's going to come expecting Shannon Moore to have a podcast,
0: and it's going <laughs> to be you. Oh, man. I cannot wait for that. The show right after us is Cultaholic, so I can only pray that people will be there like, we just want to get a good seat for Cultaholic, so I guess we'll watch whatever this fucking show is.
1: I hope I hope Jack the Jobber tries to big us. <laughs> <laughs> You know it'll happen, like, the whole time. Where- I, actually, no, I want to see Pashidi, because I can be like, hey, dude, I remember you from the, uh, from WrestleMania, what was that, like, 33? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I randomly came across those guys walking. I was, oh. oh, that's right, you, because t- it, wasn't it during the punishment? No, no, it was the night before, because I asked fucking Blampier, he was like, hey, hey, Blampier, did you, did you win? He was like, no. And he just, <laughs> they kept walking, and I was like, I, looking back on it, I wish I would given him a hug. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Leo Rush, in the worst defense of himself I've ever heard. So, basically, Leo Rush has had backstage heat for dumb shit. I would just like to say that I was reading a laundry list of things that uh, apparently have (laughs) essentially happened with Leo Rush, and the weirdest thing was, I was like... Oh, wow, I thought they fired Enzo. I was just to say, you're getting, like, legit Enzo flashbacks of, like, he's bringing people backstage who don't need to be there. He's very, uh, he, he thinks he needs to be the world champion, which, no. Um, like, and so... It's, it is, it is,
1: it is this very odd thing where, like, you can see there's a fine line in WWE between, like, cocky that that management will accept, and cocky that they won't accept. Yeah. And I don't want to say that it rides like a race line, but... (laughs) Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah, but, like, it's... Like, like whenever he brought that up, and everyone was like, I can't... The race car was the wrong thing to play here, and I was just like, I mean, if you're being assaulted from all sides, I don't blame you for pulling out everything you've got. Like... Guys, I feel real bad, because I just went to Leo
0: Rush's Twitter, and his his profile picture, honestly, from far away, looks like a screenshot from Family Matters that he's photoshopped himself into, but it is just him. <laughs> I'm real sad now. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. But- it's weird seeing like this kind of attitude, because this is not, like we said, it's not the first time somebody displaying these traits, a la Enzo has kind of gotten this kind of heat. Although, I also feel like Leo Rush isn't a horrible person outside of that. Yeah, he's had moments in the past. I think he's got himself a big ego, I'll tell you that. Because uh, he went to Twitter today and said, Look, if you want the truth, why not just ask? And me, being the good professional wrestling reporter I am, just said... Hey sup, man, why are they so mad at you? <laughs> and he just goes, Dirt sheet fabrications, don't believe everything on the internet. And uh let's see, that's up to eighty-one likes and seventy-one retweets. And well, so we're doing good. And a uh a account by the name of Ah yes, sir, whose profile picture is just Roman, just replied with Yo, where you at then? What? <laughs> Where you at, Leo? Because uh, your boy came out last night with Shane McMahon and not you. Also, I really love that. Yes, sir. Is it yes, Roman D cut? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Blake, did you? You told us that you only watched five minutes of wrestling this week, and I. Oh, yeah. Well, this started by, by you pitching a new idea for the uh, the second yeah. segment. Well, we'll we'll get to that. I just want to know how much of the worst raw <laughs> did you watch well i've watched five minutes of wrestling that happened this week um three of those minutes is firefly funhouse oh yes and the other two are the ending like two minutes of raw where Seth's just, just in a table so you didn't even watch the wrestling portion you just saw the remnants of after seth Dunn got put through a table all I saw was Firefly Funhouse and Seth in a table, yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of my week in wrestling so what what about you boys
1: Dylan <laughs> I mean, I felt like I had to find i had to watch more of the the Bray Wyatt What the fuck is this but uh the rest of it has just been you know uh gifts of everything. Yeah. Well, I mean it's, it's 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 honestly been me rewatching the gif of the of the sky empress's entrance and just being like this is a this is a thing that's happening. This is like a weird it's like a reverse demolition, and with uh, wait, which which one did Mister Fuji manage? Was it demolition? I believe <laughs> Mister Fuji
0: was a demolition. Yeah,
1: yeah. Where except instead of it being one Asian guy and two white people, it's one white chick and two a two <laughs> Asian Asian wrestlers. And, and like that's all that struck me as I kept re-watching it. I was like, no, no, two over the top wrestlers. And then I just need to get I just need to get Page a bowler derby, and we'll be there. Yeah, and no, I,
0: they both instead of uh, Page throwing sand in people's face, they both throw sand in the uh, other manager's face. It's just. Do you have little- any idea
1: how much I would pop if fucking Asuka did the the green mist on somebody? Are you insane? I would. Oh my god, I would. Yeah. Actually, no. I would pop way harder if Kyrie did it, because it would be out of nowhere. It would be so out of character for her, that it's just like, whoa, wait, what? Somebody, somebody, like, they're, like, like somebody's, like, purse on the top rope, she does that, knocks him off, and then, like, Sky elbows them, and it's just like, what the... F-? That was amazing. Best, yeah. Best 30 seconds in wrestling. I mean, I... Just all I didn't of watch Raw. that much of Raw just because like, I was going to, and then everybody was like, well, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll just leave it over there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it over there. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. The Raw that has now set the record lowest ratings for Raw ever is bad? <laughs> yeah. In a long well, I mean, time. Someone brought up this point. Sami Zayn, who has been a highlight of Raw in recent, re- recent weeks, before segment... Like three literally came out and said, I wish I could quit WWE. You all suck. This place sucks. It's terrible. And then for some reason, ratings dropped after that. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> let's go to another channel. <laughs> We'll see you in Vegas.
0: The uh, moment it lost me was, and I was telling Dylan about this before the show,
1: the moment of bliss where she's bringing out all the Raw women who's going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Which isn't the Riot Squad. Here, let me, let me preview. My worst five, my five minutes of the worst wrestling, none of the Riot Squad made this match. None no. of them. Oh. But essentially she brings out Natty. And Natty
0: sits down and... Blake, Uh, have we ever told the story on the show of when we met Natalia and she was... Yes. Creeple, creepily happy like she was just like hey everybody what's up and like she's going to her car loading up stuff and we're all like come here we want to take photos and she's like hi everybody and then gets in the car and leaves. Stop she was so nice and she was just trying to get out of yeah. there. Well that's what she did when she came out was just like I'm so happy to be in this match for the five
1: billionth time even though it's only happened three that's um, that's why I'm That's why. I'm, so, so we're going to take the mo the the technical wrestling... It's like when they, they put Randy Orton in the male ladder match. It was just like, why? The least let's climb thing person? Yeah. And uh. then-
0: because he doesn't have legs. He's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> he slithers up it. Um, and then out comes Dana Brooke, a woman who is Slowly getting over. Yeah, she's like slowly getting over and I don't know why. Yeah, I guess she had like that... David versus Goliath moment where she stood off against Rousey, and that was good. But then any other time she had a backstage interview, she talked like a fucking synthetic human being from Westworld. Like, no, Westworld's better than this
1: because she came out and was just like, "This, this is going to sound really, this is going to sound really condescending." You do realize that like a, a decent portion of her is synthetic, right? Like you've seen the woman. Right? <laughs> oh my God,
0: Dylan. Yeah, nice. but yeah, she. She comes out and she's look just at like, her face
1: and tell me that no I, <laughs> I know
0: i mean you're not
1: wrong you're just an asshole i i'm not i'm not not paid to not be an asshole on this <laughs> podcast yeah. so she. she's stop comes, being an asshole when you pay me there yeah there we go
0: oh scott scotty we can't pay him <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: that's his bit So she comes out and cuts the worst promo because it just makes no sense. Because she's like, my name is Dana Brooke, and I am here to seize an opportunity. Unlike you people who can just ask for opportunities and receive them, like you, Natalia. And I'm like, you mean the woman who hasn't been near a championship in what, like three years one of the longest serving women on the roster yeah and then like every other person who came out dana would be like and you don't you just ask for opportunities as well and i'm like dana please just be quiet can we sidebar here yeah i hate 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 and it's only because wwe has made me hate it I hate, absolutely despise, with a vile passion, the word opportunity. Yeah, I could see it's that. so... It's the most overused thing, because apparently there's only one word for opportunity, and it's opportunity. Yeah. What, Blake... Most, like, give Blake, me a shot, give me a chance, give me
1: something. Blake, Blake, Blake what about my championship opportunity? <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> I will give you...
0: Well, okay, so we are going to fight in Vegas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> great. Scotty, I need you to bring a fake belt. <laughs> okay. Well, then One of them. C-
0: cut to Natty on Twitter with the ultimate blowback of just being like, yeah, you know what? I did receive a lot of opportunities from, you know, getting to go out there and dance with the great Kali." or... Fart my pants every single week with horn <laughs> Hornswoggle. You know the things that I've had to do <laughs> to get where I am. Basically, just be like, "Hey, fuck off, okay."
1: To be fair, to be fair, um, Dana Brooke had to, to be Charlotte's bitch oh, after yeah. being Emma's bitch, and then she had to be, and then she had to be like a slutty secretary for Titus Worldwide. That's Wide. right. I was like, she was with somebody. She was with Titus. Titus. World-wide.
0: Oh, uh, that could have been a lot of fun if they did anything with it. Yeah. I mean, Titus isn't that great a wrestler, so they couldn't have gone that hey, far. Hey, don't
1: talk about WWE Terry Crews that way. He's, my, he's the best. Apollo Crews could have been just fine. They could have been tag team champions. They made freaking... Um, the B Team tag team champions. They they did. They also made they also made uh WWE Terry Crews uh tag team champions one other time. What? Yeah, him and Darren Young were tag team champions. Oh god. I totally forgot. Yeah. I totally spaced
0: on that. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, and then they lost him right back, like, three weeks mm-hmm. later. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, speaking of the B-team, they were involved in probably the most unintentionally fu- funny moment of SmackDown, which is Elias and Shane came out and were like, you know what, Roman, we're going to force you to beat the odds by going against both members of the B-team. And someone on Twitter just was like, he beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> He beat fucking Braun Strowman. He beat leukemia. <laughs>
1: and yet both members of the B team are suddenly going to be too much for him. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Suddenly s- s- suddenly um, Michael McGillicuddy and the guy that believes all conspiracy theories are just going to take his ass down. I know. I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna I know it's gonna happen. Bo Dallas is gonna come out and he's gonna be like, You never even really had Luke. <laughs> and then and then, and then Roman's gonna be so shocked that Axel's just gonna just gonna roll him up and ask him why he's wearing that wetsuit, and then one, two, three, yeah. we're done. That's that was the plan. And then they never really got it out because they both got hit in the face with the big dog. <laughs> They <laughs>
0: with the big dog. They with the big
1: They didn't finish stacking all of the odds
0: in front of Roman, so he knocked them down prematurely. Yeah, exactly.
1: They got pinned. They're like, hold on, hold on. We weren't ready. We weren't ready stacking the odds yet. You can't. You can't do that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Re- redo, redo. Yeah. It reminds me of like the. Mi-
0: like 2007 era DX when they were feuding with the McMahons and one day they were just coming out and they're like you've got a match right now against this man and then like Mr. Kennedy walks out and he beats him and they're like not really you've got a match against this guy and then Finley come out and they just kept sending people to the ring until they could eventually beat up DX. Uh, I just wish that I could see a perfect reaction from Roman when they say, "You're gonna go up against the B team." I can almost guarantee that Roman Reigns and
1: Bo Dallas are best friends. So, so here's the thing: there, there already is that reaction. I don't know if you remember, like it was like 2013 or something during Retro Raw, where the Shield were talking to, I think it was like Sergeant Slaughter or something, and Seth, Seth cuts this like like great line, and then Roman just comes out like. smiling, and he slides out. That. That's his reaction whenever he found out. It's
0: the other way around. Seth's the one that slides into those DMs. Yeah, yeah, it was the Seth slide, but it's now Roman sliding behind the (laughs) B-team.
1: He learned very well.
0: Oh, man, so, I mean, this is... How shitty Raw is... Like, I don't think I've ever been in a state where Raw's been this bad, and also backstage has been... Such low morale. I don't think I have ever seen this many people ask for their release or get released from the creative team in one. W- like s- they are in veritable panic mode right now, and it's no, so they're obvious.
1: They're not in panic mode because they're like, we we're WWE. We can just we could bring up a whole new roster tomorrow if we needed to. Uh, yeah. And then we can run those people's careers into the ground <laughs> and then just rinse, repeat. We're Forever. finally
0: gonna get Aleister Black on smackdown so we can reveal how much of a badass he truly is and we're going to do it by making him a floating head in the abyss
1: spouting some Bray Wyatt bullshit and not wrestling Am I the only one that like felt like he should have been in that ladder match instead of Randy Yes Okay yeah yeah, yeah no you're good Yeah Like I know like I know the, I know like my my pick for the money in the bank is McIntyre but like I really feel like Alistair like doing his flip thing off the ladder instead, whenever somebody tries to push it over and then doing the sit down and like staring at them, that would have been fucking amazing. Would a gift that for years. What's Randy? What's Randy gonna do? RKO somebody off a ladder when they do a flying nothing? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, all I can figure is that they're at least Lars isn't in the match. Oh
0: God, Lars! Uh, no, that's because he's gonna beat up our truth in five seconds. All I can figure that they're gonna do with Alistair is maybe turn him tweener. He can't be a heel because that's just too obvious, and have him face Kofi for the title. Because I've heard he's supposed to get like a bigger push, and I can see them going with that. I want him to
1: face fucking Finn. That's okay. Yes, Not never face mind. Fuck you're Finn. Right. That's that's that that's that other lady. But yes, that, that one. I mean,
0: come on now. There's more than one. Uh, there's, there's there's a one. whole stadium of them.
1: Yeah, uh, every night. No, but but no. I would I would love to see like that. you like, oh, no no. I would love to face fuck Finn. Certain <laughs> <laughs> <Assert> dominance. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that'd be a, a solid match because we never got the the Ricochet Finn Finn match that yep. uh, I still don't understand why the fuck they split them up. Also, uh there's like one tag team on SmackDown. Oh yeah, because I forgot that that happened. Because all the, the, sma- the, the the good brothers are on Raw along with every other tag team. SmackDown every-
0: is dark for all the tag teams that are on Raw
1: back down is I believe it's just the colognes um the B team the B team heavy machinery oh that's right they are old Turkey's old blue bread now and he- and no one because the the titles <laughs> are vacant that's it there's three teams there's three Jesus Christ you're right and they got I'm I
0: it's it a shame formed. they got
1: rid of sanity sanity could have gone for the titles oh
0: yeah yeah. who would have been a great tag team sanity oh they're dead yeah well even then dane's not even on smackdown anymore he's getting put back on nxt so
1: they've lost everyone but i do want to ask which have we have we even cited nikki cross in like the last two months from what I read in the same article that told me that Dane was getting fucked, uh,
0: apparently Nikki is officially a member of Raw, and she's not in the Money in the Bank ladder
1: match because of reasons. Um, it's so, because no one believes that someone who's literally five feet can climb a ladder and reach a briefcase, okay?
0: Alexa Bliss did it last year! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nikki is shorter than Alexa. Oh my god. I think you're I want right. I tag team. Like wiki that right now I'm I'm almost convinced that like that that Nikki is like five eleven yeah or five well, well, ten. Well, while I do this, I do wish to ask you guys: say you're Vince McMahon, and say you recently got a contract. Hold on, hold on, ho- wait, for... wait, hold on. Let me let me adjust my giant grapefruits real quick. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, uh, okay. You okay, you, uh, you finally received a contract for a wrestler. You get the name Joseph Ryan Rian- Meehan across your table. The fuck do you do with him? Hey Vince, Vince, what are you gonna do with old Joey Ryan?
1: <laughs> He's the dick guy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: See, see, here's the here's. I the want thing. him in my office right now. Damn it! Get your dick out, Jimmy. See, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that. The, they sent Joey Ryan the contract. Joey Ryan refused, and that's why uh, Robert Roode now has a porn stash. Yeah, <laughs> Well I like, I,
0: I've heard that theory. He that's is a, definitely signed with AEW, right? Because
1: he is doing the whole end of the indies thing now. Well, well and he's and and uh, he's been he's been saved by the Young Bucks too many times. He owes them favors. Yeah. Uh, it's like you saved my dick so much.
0: <laughs> Fun fact by the way, Joey released his schedule for the next three months on Twitter. It's fucking insane i have never seen a man work as hard as
1: joey ryan because at first I you was. you need like- to understand so like joey ryan is the fucking james brown of the like he is the hardest working man on the indies he has i've like he because i follow him on twitter he retweets events where i was just like why is this on my t-? oh joey ryan's there of course he is at like grills and grills and like drills in yeah. fucking like like <laughs> the the hoodest town in georgia like what? for for this show, where it looks just bunch of bunch of indie people and Joey Joey Ryan must work at like a very cheap price point because he knows merch is his like his money yeah. maker. I mean, my thing is the fact that I was like, well, he's going to be
0: at StarCast, so we could probably get him Sunday, see if we could get him on the show. Fun fact, Saturday, he's leaving town to go work at I- or AIW, which is in, like, Illinois. Then the next day, he's going to California. He's just, like, pinballing around the map. And we thought our whirlwind trip to Vegas was something. Yeah. Joey Ryan says, suck my prehensile dick. Actually, at this point, I'm pretty sure he's gotten surgery to where it's just like a small hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Joey Ryan will work anywhere, as evidenced by the fact that I once saw him in a town that... We got in early, so I was like, let's go see Ant-Man. We went into a garage to see Ant-Man. The fucking theater was so small. And then we went into not even a basketball arena. We went into the storage locker for the basketball arena for this fucking wrestling show. And Joey was like, yeah, this is where I work. It's fine. This is my home now. I live here. (laughs) But do you know who I like to give a home to? Cassie's (laughs)
1: Cassie's five
0: dollars. <laughs> yep, the five dollars or more of all of our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS, the website where you can go support the BS boys, but more importantly, support the Fight Boys, you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week, like the fucking asshole he is, Gazi. You get access to our Discord, or you can hang out and chat with us, or, I mean, honestly, you kind of just become a friend. Because earlier I was just like, hey Gazi, I haven't heard a lot from you lately, buddy, what's going on? You get a friend if you give us money. And most importantly, you get access to our show. You paid for this, where you uh, get to watch as me and Blake watch terrible movies and listen to us commentate over it. Or this case, as me, Blake, and Dylan watch the WCW ruining film Ready to Rumble, which we should be recording this week. And if you want it, you can get it at patreon.com slash a load
1: of BS. Don't, don't lay the death of WCW at David Arquette's door, okay? He doesn't deserve that. Yeah. No,
0: especially with his resurgence now. He's such a good guy. Uh, But now it's time for G-G-G- guest Watch, the show where we... Desperately try to get a guest for our show at on Starcast Weekend. So I'm thinking, guys, where's Starcast? Fucking the Sin City. And I know another boy. Well, really, another guy, a big guy who lives in the Sin
1: City, who probably is banned from Starcast. But we should <laughs> yeah, try. 100- no, we can't. No, we're not. You fucking get anybody else. You try to get Joey Janella, Peter Avalon, David Bates, anybody, anybody else other than this. Gossie
0: so- wants us to get Millie McKenzie.
1: <laughs> she so, is also not there. Actually, no. Try to get Jimmy Havoc. Tell him we'll buy him beer. Actually, let's just get David Arquette. We um, already we already went for David Arquette last week.
0: Yeah, oh, fuck, we, I forgot. We did
1: try David Arquette already. I was drunk and I remember that. <laughs> I was drunk and I don't. So, yeah. let's, So, let's get Jimmy Havoc. That way we can all be drunk. It'll be amazing. <laughs> hey, guys, I've already tweeted
0: right back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost. Scotty! Why do you even do these? No! I almost got hired by Ryback last week, and it would have been the greatest moment in this show's history because he released something on Twitter just like, We need a YouTube editor for conversations with the big guy. If you have any expertise editing wrestling podcasts and putting them on YouTube, please contact us. And I was like, fuck me if I can say I work for Ryback. This show will go off the rails so good. Did he immediately cut off contact with you when you told him about the Fight Boys? I'm fairly sure we. He's like, are you those guys who do the talking back bullshit?
1: Because fuck you. Are you the guys that won't leave Chuck Taylor alone? (laughs) (laughs) If so, then I'm in. He was one of the reasons, he was one of the people that helped us not leave Chuck Taylor alone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he, he was like dustin please okay fine i'll do a legit one too
0: help us find a guest for the show yo at wrestling leva or jimmy havoc the two most
1: opposite personalities in pro wrestling you don't know leva bates might like to get shit faced you know her life yeah boy
0: let's get drunk with leva bates Oh, well, I do know that Leva that morning does have, like, a cosplay breakfast, which we should go to if we weren't going to be so hungover from the fucking double-or-nothing after party that we're going to. Mm Mm-hmm. God, that's going to be a time, isn't it? I will say my mom is very upset because one of her favorite wrestlers is, of course, the Cowboy James Storm, who was just announced to be appearing. And we're, like... We're going to be near James Storm, and if we find him, we have to let him make him tell my mom he loves him. Oh, we could do that. But uh, another thing I want to talk about, guys, we're legit now. We, we're no longer a shitty podcast. We're no longer the worst podcast of all time because StarCast wouldn't have us, so I think it's time to... Not be too big for our britches. It's time to be appropriately sized for our britches, which is why I think we need to, we need to have a fight boys branded product.
1: We we do. It's a sippy cup for adults.
0: You're right. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the BS Boozy sippy cup. I no, mean... that is a BS branded product. You cannot take it, fight boys. <laughs> Blake's about to fight with himself. He's just like, that's BS shit. You can't take it, Fight Boys. Oh, yeah? We'll take it if we want to. Come on. What are you going to do about it, Blake Tanner from the A Load of BS podcast?
1: Well, listen here, Blake Tanner from Fight Boys. Listen, Blake, don't start choking yourself or else you might find that you're into it.
0: (laughs) I did (laughs) contemplate doing fight wine, which means we just buy shitty wine from Walmart and put a Fight Boys logo on the outside of it.
1: I'm going to bed now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. We go full It's Always Sunny. We make fight milk, and we just give it to people at StarCast. Yeah, but milk (laughs) sucks. Let's make it chocolate bars. Fight bars. Okay, fight bars. That sounds very good. I did look up just shitty, like, wrestling tie-in items just to go... Do you guys remember... What's the weirdest wrestling thing you've ever owned? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I mean, I've never owned wrestling things other than shirts, so... Do you a know shirt. the only
0: two wrestling things that I own? I have that scratch, like the plastic children's toy scratch title.
1: Oh, uh, actually, do you are are you suggesting we get uh, wrestler uh, wrestler scented scratch and sniff?
0: Oh yes. yes. <laughs> um, and I also have a WrestleMania. This one, this 30... one
1: smells like the big guy. <laughs> I
0: have a, a WrestleMania thirty Undertaker figure that just sits like, in strange places in my room. It's kind of like Elf on a Shelf. Except Except I don't move him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the weirdest one for me might be my Zack Ryder gingerbread man
1: fucking ornament that hangs on my Christmas tree. Dude, dude, it's like you're trying with every consecutive sentence to make me leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I... trying
0: to say, holy shit, they had sweating action figures?
1: Okay, no, I'm definitely, I'm creeped out now. No, uh, this is... This w... is creepier than Firefly House. that's how...
0: The WWF oh Maximum Sweat Action Figures. What? Action figures that sweat. They were ridiculously designed, and they sweat water. So you just filled them up and, like, squeezed them, and it made your hands all nasty. I like that I'm seeing a video of the rock one that they had. And if you look at his side profile, it does look like President Barack Obama's face. But he's sweating everywhere. Then it turns around, and you're like, okay, that's the rock. He's doing his thing. But then it goes back, because it's on a pedestal. Oh, hey, Barry. Yeah. I forgot how buck wild, like, especially when me and you were in college, Blake, some of the WWE shop shit got, because I'm currently looking at CM Punk garden gnomes. They had some buck wild shit. Yeah. Like... It was normal the most normal thing they had for the New Day was when they just got socks. Yeah. Because we're they were like, New Day socks. Uh let's see. Oh here's the good good fucking twisted metal ripoff game. Uh, uh job Blake Okay, this this is supposed to be weird things, but no, this is the best thing. It's the John Cena fucking nutcracker fuck yeah oh wait i found something dylan would probably buy not really it's just a tiny pouch that says kairi sane's pirate treasure and it's filled with shitty plastic gold coins you need to stop right there because i will buy that if dylan doesn't yeah all you buddy yeah oh well Uh, i'm already looking it up how about instead would you like a funkasaurus piggy bank dylan It's a piggy bank with just a big old chain around it. I would officially like you to stop talking to (laughs) me. (laughs) Dylan's like, "Fuck you guys! Let's talk New Japan Bullet Club cologne. Come on, let's do this." Oh, did you say the colognes? Yeah, they're on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But now I want to introduce a nobody asked that. (laughs) Guys, we get real negative on this show sometimes, I believe. So I like. So I like to think we need to do a segment every week where we talk about the best and the worst things to happen in wrestling this week. It's our heels and babyfaces of the week. And just to get the negativity out, let's start with heels, which I almost believe the entirety of Raw was just the heel in our lives this week, but... (laughs) Hey guys, see Scotty, when you did bring this up earlier, this is when I was going to make my fun, like I've only seen five minutes of wrestling joke, Boy. this is when I was going to do that bit, because I haven't seen wrestling, No, nothing. so my favorite heel starting out is uh, the Abby puppet from Firefly Funhouse. Oh, she's such a little bit, the worst thing to happen to me in wrestling this week was Shane McMahon's just got he was in rare form this week with how dookie his fucking shots looked. like he I thought it was a taunt like when you kind of fake punch at someone just to mess with them no that's what Shane thought legit punches were and he was just like running circles around the Miz doing the weakest punches I've ever seen in my life until the Miz just picks him up and slams him to the earth
1: What about you, Dylan? What was the worst thing to happen to you this week involving wrestling? If we go back to last week, I found found out that it's likely that uh, Enzo and Cass weren't actually fired from Ring of Honor. Uh, Because Tama was, like, promoing at them, and people were like, Oh, I I think they might not actually be fired. And I was like, that's the worst news I've ever gotten this week. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that uh, that actually leads in perfectly to my baby face of the week. Who is, in fact, Tama fucking Tonga?
1: He's in rare form, really is.
0: Oh, it's he's, so good. He's cutting, like, that real shit. My favorite is, like, they sent, I think, like, ten promos back and forth. And at one point, Enzo refers to the Tokyo Dome as a carnival. <laughs> like, he can't see that it's the Tokyo Dome. But yeah, here's, uh, here's what proved to me that I love Tomatango Tom more than anything. He goes, what's up, Real One? Look, I'll just address you straight up. You ain't got to call out the locker room. It was me. It was fucking me, huh, Real One? Yeah, you're a real fucking idiot. You know why we ain't letting you in? Because you're cancer. We don't want to spread that in our workplace. You're a fucking cancer. You're talking about bringing in money? Oh, shit. No, we're talking about you killing our business. You're a cancer. Not on my fucking watch, bitch. Fuck yes! I do. I love that fucking promo. I always... Uh, the only problem that I have is I I also think another phrase that's thrown around way too much in wrestling is killing the business, but I think it's very appropriate here. I love this. After that, Enzo was just like, You used the C word? How dare you? Uh, and then he calls him the real C-word. And then uh, Tama comes back with, I use the C-word. You're a cancer. Just keeping a real. One. Guys like you don't get knocked out by wrestlers. You get knocked out by the bottom rope. Not the top. The bottom <laughs> rope. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Roman Reigns retweeted that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So that's my baby face of the week. Blake, have you got one? I mean, honestly... Yeah, my baby face of the week is the guy that gave up his seat on a plane so Chris Jericho and Xavier Woods could sit together. Oh, that guy was... That was a good photo, too. Especially when Xavier tweeted it with, like, only a few people can really understand what you're going through.
1: That those two just have nothing but love between them. Yeah. You want to know who my baby face of the week is? It's Kevin Owens, because Kevin Owens retweets every one of those and puts like heart face emojis over them. Yeah, because Kevin really Owens it. is the best heel in the company because I I I love hate him. Oh, also, uh, Babyface of the Week is uh, whoever posted the footage of Haku almost knocking Simon Miller out at the (laughs) the barbecue. Like, like I'm holding up what appears to be about two inches, which is how close Simon Miller came to death. (laughs) Uh, Because you don't survive two shots from haku you don't survive. that would have been it they would have been picking simon that would have been the new fucking gif of the years hey watch this gif of simon miller getting knocked the fuck, fuck out do you want do, do you want to see a man die you want to see a <laughs> dead body kids hey, you want to see a dead body
0: give it's uncle, down by the train tracks give uncle haku a few minutes and we'll get you there oh i guess our other baby phase of the week does need to be starcast <laughs> just for being like yeah
1: we'll actually put you on our app and everything that's the that's the bit you were like poses like it's official and i was like wow they actually that's a that's a significant length of time for lapse in judgment well done <laughs> <laughs> that's oh yeah you know what that's a oh but specifically that's scotty
0: That means I can do whatever the fuck I want in the Fight Boys name. In the name of Scotty Moore and the Fight Boys, I say, fuck you, Tomatonga, and then you both run (laughs) off the stage, and I'm like, oh, no. Sometimes we have to bet on ourselves. Sometimes we win. Sometimes we lose. And sometimes we go double or nothing. In Las Vegas! Join the Fight Boys the day after Double or Nothing, live from Las Vegas, May 26th at 12 30 p.m., live from StarCast for our first ever live show Spectacular. The time may change, who knows? Times may. If you're there,
1: you'll be there, right? Yeah. It's okay. We we don't believe we'll be there either.
0: Alright, boys. We've talked real wrestling, but now it's time to talk the the real, real ass wrestling. And I'm talking about them boys we know so love we know so love from Birmingham, Alabama. It's Captain Tibbs and Silver Spoon for another episode. What? Beep, 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 beep. JWF. Yep, JWF. Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by my partner in crime. It's Captain Pigs. I got a hankering, Silves, a hankering for wrestling. That's right, Tibbs, and we have got an amazing night of wrestling. We've got another match in the JWF Tag Team Invitational Tournament, and also, the Hammer Man has made an open challenge to the entire JWF roster. It appears that he thinks Momoa Curry, the JWF champion, doesn't see him as a threat, so he wants to prove it tonight. Do you think that's a wise move, Tibbs? Uh, well, this is a strange turn of events, I... I don't know. I don't like where this is going, Sills. That's right, Tibbs. But of course, before we can see who answers the Hammerman's open challenge, we need to go down to the ring right now for the next match in our JWF Tag Team Invitational Tournament as a team you are all too familiar with takes the stage. And that is, of course, the team of Felix Ball and the Lumberjack, the men known as the Canadian Crew. <laughs> Ball! Ball! Oh, he's finally ready to show his face up after we stomped it into the dirt ball. That's right, Tibbs. (laughs) And let me tell you something. If I had to make a team to go against the Canadian crew, it'd be these two men. The American Brew, the team of Spider Lockhart, a legend in the business, and Sam the Beer Man Adams. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. I like their chances. Uh...
1: Now, I love Sam Adams as much as the
0: next guy. He's one of the greatest American patriots I've ever seen. Why Spider, though?
1: Why is he still
0: here? Well, Sam Adams provides the brew, and Spider Lockhart provides the America, tibs. We don't pay him, Sills. Well, he's a legend of the business, just can't get that wrestle bug out of him, and we're trying our best, but he's still here, and he's still fighting, and if you look in the ring, we've got Spider right there staring down Felix Ball. We know back in the day, these two were big rivals, and there they are, locking up in the center of the ring. It's like I'm back in the 80s, Tibbs. Listen, Sills, I don't want to be back in the 80s. That's right. Now, Felix quickly grabbing a headlock on Lockhart, trying to get over, get some control over that veteran who's trying to reach out towards his tag partner, Sam Adams, but Felix pulling him back towards his corner. Do you think this is a wise move to keep the big man down? Well, Sills, if there's anybody who knows Felix Ball better than me, it's nobody, but Spider comes close. That's right, but unfortunately, it looks like the lumberjack now tagging himself in, and oh, my God, Felix and the Lumberjack together in a beautiful double suplex to Spider Lockhart. Now, Lumberjack taking it to the living legend himself. Now, Tibbs, let me tell you something. You have faced these men in the past. You have faced Spider Lockhart. You have faced the Canadian crew. Let me tell you something. When you came out victorious against them, what did you do? What advice would you give to the tag team known as American Brew right now? Well, still, I would say... Don't get in a team with a man who has paper for his skin and glasses his bones. But Sam Adams already done that by teaming up with Spider Lockhart. I can only imagine the more vanities that Spider Lockhart is screaming in the ring right now as he rides in pain. That's all right. Lumberjack now whipping him into the corner, going for that big spear. But wait! Lockhart actually dodging out of the way Spider moving as the Lumberjack collides with a ring post You can hear it out here, Tibbs And he's got him rolled up Spider from out of nowhere rolling up the Lumberjack One, two, ooh And Lumberjack just barely can't get out at two And I thought he had him right there, Tibbs No, you're not gonna keep that Redwood tame for long That's right. Now Spider trying to rush towards his corner for that tag. But wait a minute. The Lumberjack. The Lumberjack got him from behind. Looks like he's going for some sort of big suplex. But wait a minute. Spider from out of nowhere showing some of the agility that he was once known for. A huge flip landed on his feet and a big bulldog takes down the Lumberjack Tibbs. Oh my God. The amazing athleticism of Spider Lockhart. That was surprising. That's right and there he is tagging in his partner, the crowd going wild as Sam Adams enters the ring like a house of fire knocking Felix off the apron bouncing off vicious shots to the lumberjack and oh Tibbs looks like he was trying to go for a big clothesline but fortunately the lumberjack standing tall, lumberjack standing on his feet but wait a minute, Sam Adams bouncing off the ropes trying to get another clothesline but that Redwood will not go down Tibbs Of course he won't Sills You're going to need a dedicated Lumber removal team And that Spider Lockhart is not That's right And now he's trying for one last clothesline But wait a minute Sam Adams changing it into that Luthes press He's known for Knocking the lumberjack over He tipped the redwood And now he is raining fists down onto his skull And Sam Adams is going crazy Tibbs Although Sam on his own He might have a chance that's right, trying to finish things off, calling for the sobriety test. But wait a minute, what the what's Felix Ball doing, Tibbs? Looks like he's thrown something to the Lumberjack, but now he's distracting Shibata. What in the world is Felix Ball doing? I, ho- I know what that is. That's right, Shibata unfortunately distracted as the Lumberjack, oh my god, cracks a bottle of Canadian whiskey over the skull of Sam Adams in the beer man falls down but wait a minute lumberjack not finished picking him up oh my god slamming him down into the broken glass with a lumberjack slam going for that pin hook in the leg one two three and unfortunately Tibbs with that with that vicious shot it looks like the Canadian crew are going to be joining the VWO and the snack daddies in the semifinals of the tag team invitational tournament and tibbs i know you can't be happy about that he doesn't even like liquor you maple leaf bastards that's right tibbs but i mean who knows maybe they could get knocked off in the semifinals no one knows what's gonna happen next in this tag team tournament but of course at the end lies a number one contender shot a number one contender shot to face our jwf tag team champions the BS and tips. Let me tell you something. I think that's one hell of an accomplishment. Oh, you only hope... That's right, Tibbs. And of course, last a few weeks ago, the B.S. were out in the ring. They were talking about the tournament when they were viciously assaulted from behind by their opponents at Russell Palooza, Coach and Friend. But of course, last week, Coach and Friend made it clear they had a reason. They felt the B.S. disrespected them at Russell Palooza with, with their vicious attacks. I mean, we know the B.S. actually used steel chairs illegally in that match to get the victory. Did you think Did you ever think the BS could be capable of something like that? I don't know, Sills. I always knew that the BS had a little bit of an ego to them when they were always together, but I didn't think that they'd go so far as to disrespect two living legends. That's right, and coach and friend, they hated that, so that's why they challenged the BS to a no-holds-barred match at Cash in the Bag, but they have yet to respond which is why we've sent one of our top interviewers backstage to talk with the BS about the Invitational Tournament and, of course, about coach and friend. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Doug McDonald here backstage with our JWF Tag Champs, the BS. Now, boys, Blake, Scotty, after what just happened in the ring out there, we now have three confirmed teams to be going forward to the semifinals. Of the JWF Tag Team Invitational Tournament, and now, while you've made it clear in the past how you feel about the Snack Daddies, uh, how do you feel about the other two possible teams—the VWO, the Canadian Crew? I mean, well, how do you feel? Done, 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 done. Mickey D, please. Are you all right? Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to make sure because you seem, you seem to always be asking the same questions to us, like the same every single week, and. I'm I'm really starting to get worried here that you're repeating yourself so much because it's annoying me because I have to repeat myself. Scotty has to repeat himself again week after week after week. I'll lay it out for you. We don't care if it's the Canadian crew, the VWO. We don't care if Animal finds a way to dig up Hawk and reform the Legion of Doom. The result is always going to be the same. The BS, right here, me, him, standing tall with our JWF Tag Team Championships. Uh, Okay, I understand that, but I feel like you're putting the cart before the horse a little bit because before you get a chance to face the winner of that tournament, you do have another challenge in your way in the form of coach and friend, the men who last week challenged you two to a no-holds-barred match At cash in the bag. I mean, what do you have to say to that challenge? Look, I, um... I don't like to... I I don't like to show emotion. You know, me and Blake were all about the show, about coming out and performing, but... I honestly feel bad for him, McDonald. I mean, back in the day, me and Blake used to get a nice bowl of Golden Crisp, sit in front of the TV, and cheer on, coach and friend, and it's just so... sad... To see what's happened to them, I mean, they're both clearly delusional. I mean, I don't know if they have concussions or what, but it's almost as if they didn't pay attention to what happened at Wrestle Palooza. It's like they didn't pay attention to what was the beating of their lifetime. Look, I mean, they say what we did to them was disrespectful, but what we did to them was mercy. What we saw were two sad old dogs just pawing at the window of the JWF, trying their best to get back on top, trying to put their hands on glory one more time. And me and Blake did the respectful thing. We took those two old dogs behind the shed and shot them with an SMG. But I guess it didn't take, huh? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a gun. I mean, they but... did, They got back up. Yeah, was better. There, I guess it wasn't a good gun, but... It was... I mean, if it was your SMG, it's weird. Yeah. Normally works. <laughs> and here they come. Week after week after week after we put them down, still thinking that they can step it to the BS. All right, that's fine. You know what? I'm so tired of these old, 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 ancient, decrepit beings trying to force their way back into relevancy. Yeah, Scotty's right. I remember all of those Saturday mornings turning on the TV and watching these guys wrestle. All of my favorites. And it was fantastic. It was great. It was 20 years ago. Come on, you gotta hang it up. You gotta let room for something new come in, or else you're just gonna come out here, and you're gonna get beaten down like the old dog, the dirty animals you are. So with that being said, coach and friend, we accept your challenge on one condition. Scotty and I, we talked it over, we thought about it, and... We're good guys. And that's why we're going to give you this. We're not just going to willingly beat you two old guys down without you knowing what you're getting into. So next week, we'd like to extend a, a good old-fashioned invitation, the honey mustard, to come to a load of BS, and then maybe, just maybe we can knock some sense into them and Show him the same thing that everyone in the Tag Team Invitational needs to see. And that's the fact that when you step to the BS, ain't nobody gonna survive. Well, Tibbs, looks like the BS have made it clear they want to face Coach and Friend, but not before they invite Honey Mustard onto their show. What are the BS playing at I don't know, Silvzus. Very enterprising spirit. You gotta respect that. That's right, so who knows? Honey mustard Jenkins, if he wants that match at cash in the bag, he has to come to a load of BS alone next week. And I don't think, I don't like how that bodes for the challengers. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, what are you talking about? I'm sure it'll be fine. But, of course, speaking of challengers to titles, let's talk about the number one contender to the JWF Championship. And that is a man who you are all too familiar with, Tibbs, the Hammer Man. (laughs) Oh, yes. Who, of course, at WrestlePalooza earned himself a shot at the JWF Championship, which is, of course, held by the man who is known as the God of the JWF. Momoa Curry. And Momoa's made it clear, Tibbs. He, he doesn't respect the Hammer Man. He doesn't think he's a worthy, a worthy competitor. how did you react to that noise? Well, Sills, I, You know me. You know there's no greater proponent of Momoa Curry in this business, but... Listen, Sills, even I know when a god gets too big for his britches, especially Momoa Curry, and I think that... I think that he's underestimating the Hammer Man. The Hammer Man who... Came back out of nowhere after being gone for so long at WrestlePalooza. That's like he was just wiped off the face of the earth, and then he finally returned. That's right, Tibbs. But of course, Hammerman, he respects Momoa Curry. He respects the shot that he's gotten. He wants to earn the respect of the god of the JWF, which is why he has issued an open challenge to anyone in the locker room to come out and face him tonight. And the Hammerman is standing in the ring. All alone, uh, Tibbs, do you think anyone's willing to answer the call? Silva, I don't know if anybody would be scared enough to bring it to the Hammer Man. I mean, they'd have to be truly, truly idiotic or the worst thing in the world. That's right, and now Hammer Man is... Oh, no. Tibbs... Tibbs, Uh, that's the music of a man who returned to the JWF last week. A man who returned alongside Mojo Gruff. It is the man known as the Demon Honeypot. And he is walking out to the ring. And Tibbs, the Hammer Man, looks terrified. Get out of there, Hammer Man. I thought it was a dream, Sills. I thought he only came back in my nightmares. Oh, he's really here. That's right. I can do nothing, Sills. That's right. And Mojo Gruff... Applauding as he walks that demon down to the ring, but what in the, the hammer man is staying, He he's standing tall, standing his ground. Tibbs, this this is either the bravest or the dumbest thing I've ever seen a man do in the JWF ring staring down Honeypot, hammer man. You don't know, you don't know what he's done. That's that right, thing. that's right. And Shibata ringing the bell, and oh my god. A vicious clothesline nearly tearing off the head of the Hammer Man And now the demon just wailing Those massive hands down onto the skull of the Hammer Man honeypot Is going insane Get out of there, Hammer Man No one's gonna fault you for leaving Please, somebody go down and get him out of there Somebody stop the damn Max That's right, Hammer Man reaching for the ropes Trying to make his way back to his feet But there it is honeypot with a vicious german suplex tossing the hammer man almost all the way across the ring the number one contender looks beaten broken but he is still trying to stand up against the ropes but honeypot's got him tibbs got him by the throat could this be it could this be the end of the hammer man no i just got your back damn it that's right, Honeypot picking him up in the air, but wait a minute! Hammer, dodging behind, clipping the knee! He's got Honeypot down on one knee, Tibbs! This is astounding! Yes. Hammer Man bouncing off the ropes, and a big shining wizard sends the demon to the ground! Hammer Man frantically rushing for that pin! 1-0! Oh. And before Shibata could even count to one, Honeypot flinging his body off. Tibbs, Tibbs, I don't know what Hammer Man could do right now. I don't know, Sills, I- just run! You got your opportunity, Hammerman. You know, Momoa Curry will understand. Well, unfortunately, Hammerman's still there. Hammerman trying to finish off this match, and oh, oh my God, Hammerman actually trying to pick up the demon for the burning hammer, but. Oh no! The legs of the Hammerman buckle! Hammer back to the ground, and now Honeypot wailing on the spine of that man. The masked man writhing in pain as Honeypot grabs him by that throat once again and dips. I don't think Hammerman's getting out of this. Picking him up nearly seven feet into the air, and a massive choke slam plants the hammerman in the center of the ring, hooking the leg. One, two. Uh oh. <laughs> oh my God! The Hammerman, Hammerman kicked out. He kicked out. He kicked out. He kicked out. How did, how did he do that? Hammerman, get him! Give him the hammer! The Hammerman kicked out of the choke slam from Honey Pot. What, what's going on? Even Honey Pot looks confused. And Hammerman, out of nowhere, using that advantage to roll him up. One. Oh, and honeypot barely getting kicking out at two but there it is a big hammer boot plants honeypot and now Timbs I think the hammer man's trying to finish things off going to the top rope Timbs is he setting up for it is he oh that's right going for the hammer leg drop but wait a minute from out of nowhere, Mojo Gruff distracting the hammer man, that dastardly voodoo man distracting the masked luchador, allowing Honeypot to grab the number one contender once again, and a vicious choke slam from the top rope goes for the pin. One, two, three. And Tibbs, unfortunately, the hammerman's open invite didn't turn out too well for him. But let me tell you something, that is the most resiliency I think I have ever seen against Honeypot. You had your chance, Harry Man. There's nothing to be there's nothing to be sad about with that. That's right, but wait a minute, what in the world? Mojo, Mojo Gruff rushing the ring with a chair, cracking it over the spine of the hammer man, and now Honeypot wailing on him once again. Both of these men absolutely devastating the number one contender. Tibbs, he may not make it to cash in the bag if they keep this up. No, you just beat him. What are you doing, you monster? That's right, Oh, but wait a minute, Tibbs. There it is the music of the jwf champion the god of the jwf momoa curry rushing to ringside clearing out mojo gruff clearing out honeypot tips i I don't think i've ever seen honeypot so terrified as when he saw momoa curry coming up that ramp sales watch out momoa's tapped into his god powers don't look straight in his eyes that's right he You are of the covenant yeah. That's right, scaring off those two voodoo men, and now Momoa actually helping the Hammer Man back to his feet, and and Tibbs, I don't think he may have earned his respect yet, but I definitely think Momoa Curry's impressed. What do you think? Well, you know, Sills, that's just, after what I saw from the Hammer Man, I didn't think that I could love him anymore, but I was just wrong. That's right, Tibbs. But, of course, in order to find out what happens next between those two men, what happens next in the JWF Tag Team Invitational, what happens with any of our superstars, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. So, Blakey T, it's been an episode, my boy. Yep, Dylan's gone, as usual. What did you learn this week? Um, I learned that... Hey guys, I'm going to be your newest kid show host, Blakey T, Bowie Zowie, <laughs> or Bowie, bowie zowie. Wowie, whatever I said at the start of the show. Ooby Booby Looby Dooby, it's me. Booby Booby Booby. And I learned that, uh, man, for some reason, just JWF, my voice just disappears during it. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I think I also learned. I think Silver Spoon's going through puberty because his voice cracked quite a few times during that. Uh, but it's da- a silver spinalo, yes. But uh, Daley can be found on Twitter at sexychuckyt. Blake, where could they find you? You can find me at Ten on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Video on YouTube, and you can just do yeah. it. You can find me in Vegas next month. Yeah, baby. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Moe, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy all my books on Amazon, the Queensland Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. So check those out. Check out all the other shows online at aloadofpurebs.com. And of course, remember to come out if you're at StarCast. Support the Fight Boys. May 26th, come hang out with us. And then of course, remember to support us at home, either by donating to the Patreon, picking up some merch, or most importantly, than anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, just leave us a review if you're watching on our new YouTube channel. Subscribe on YouTube. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you want more of from the Fight Boys. And as always, you can find us at aloadopurebs.com Step up to the merch table at merch.alodapurebs.com. Find us on Facebook. Donate to the Patreon. Subscribe on YouTube. And remember to follow us on Twitter, Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a Fight Boy, you're a Fight Boy for life!